Good morning, Beat Break Morning Show family. I hope you enjoyed Valentine's Day and also enjoyed the Super Bowl. What a wonderful, explosive halftime show. This is Michelle Dawes-Burt at the news desk, and here are the stories making headlines this morning. Pandemic protests continues. The Ambassador Bridge, North America's busiest land border crossing, has reopened after a nearly week-long blockade by federal convoy truckers protesting Canada's new COVID-19 vaccination mandates. The bridge, which connects Detroit and Windsor, Ontario, is essential to the most robust movement of goods between the U.S. and Canada. Rudy Giuliani has been engaging with the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection, and the committee still expects him to fully cooperate with its subpoena. Former President Donald Trump's one-time lawyer was one of four witnesses scheduled to appear before the committee last week who had their depositions rescheduled. Russian teen figure skater Camilla Vayela has been cleared to continue competing at the Beijing Winter Olympics despite testing positive for a banned substance in December. Now here is your international news break. With the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Bill Alexander. Former U.S. Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke misused his position to advance a development project in his Montana hometown and lied to an agency ethics official about his involvement. That's according to a report from federal investigators. The investigation by the Interior Department's Inspector General found that Zinke continued working with the foundation on the commercial project in the community of Whitefish, Montana, even after he committed upon taking office to breaking ties with the foundation. Inflation in the United Kingdom has risen at the fastest rate in almost 30 years as increased costs for energy, housing, and transportation squeezed household budgets. UK consumers are reeling from a surge in utility bills fueled by increased demand for energy worldwide. On Wall Street, the Dow down 54 points, the Nasdaq down 15, and the S&P 500 gained 4. For the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Bill Alexander in Washington. A jury for the federal hate crimes trial of the men convicted of killing Ahmaud Arbery in 2020 is set to be selected this week in Brunswick, Georgia. The federal case against the three men hinges on whether or not Arbery's murder was racially motivated. I am Michelle Dawes-Bird with the Beat Break Morning News powered by Real Chicks Rock. For more information, go to realchicksrock.com. More of the Beat Break Morning Show coming up next. Let's start. You are now rocking. Rocking with the best. Double rainbow. Oh, my God. Live on your radio. It's the Beat Break. With your host, Sean Garvey. I'm the dude. Good morning, everyone. What happened to my intro? Oh, damn. <laughs> Good morning. It's the Beat Break Morning Live on IG, Instagram, at B-Break Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. You're now rocking with the best. I go by the name of Sean Garvey, SeanGarveyOnline.com. There we go. There goes my intro. I was ready for my intro music. Yeah. Got the homie DJ Roland. What's up? Tony. Good morning. Yeah. On our post-Valentine's Day. Yeah. Big break morning show. I got a I got a lot to say about that. In the first few minutes into the show. 
How you feeling, DJ Rollo? I'm feeling great, man. I'm just... I ain't worried about Valentine's Day. I'm worrying about 365 forever. That's what I'm worrying about. Valentine's Day every day. That's what I'm looking forward to. So, hey. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. It's love every day. It's not just only one day out of the year. It's love every day. Yep. Hashtag 365 when you're getting married. So, hey. (laughs) Countdown to DJ Rollon's big day. Yeah. April 30th. Yeah. Already. It's going down. Somewhere in Metro Atlanta, because I'm not going to have no haters trying to look for me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it is going to be an event. I got my invitation. I've already RSVP'd and everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's going to be It's gonna be a movie. Man, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Shout out to everybody that's about to get married <laughs> after, after Valentine's Day. Yeah, after Valentine's Day. And some of the folks that actually got married on Valentine's Day. Exactly. Mm. Even for the free free. For free. Free. Yeah, yeah man. Shout out to all of mm. man. Hey, this- no free receptions. You'll never find a free reception. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> never. <laughs> no free receptions. No. No, no sir. Right. No, sir. You got to pay for something. Everything yeah, is you free. Know. Mm-hmm. Everything is good. Mm-hmm. Yes, man. Yes, man. Uh, make sure you follow us at Beat Break Radio on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yes, folks, I did say it. I have my own website, SeanGarvetOnline.com. You can check out some of my content, including my latest spoken word project, A Poet Found Dead, on SeanGarvetOnline.com. Also, donate to the cause. We're going to have it down in the caption in just a few moments. If you want to show us some love, send us a monetary contribution to Dollar Sign Reach, the number one communications on Cash App. Yeah. Dollar Sign Reach, number one communications. All right. I know you got that tax refund money, so you can splurge, spend a little bit to the movement. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Y'all can afford it. Don't say you can't. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. There you go. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Hey, before we go any further, ladies and gentlemen, I want to let everybody know that the Beat Break Morning Show is brought to you by Silverback Contractors, LLC, that specialize in painting, pressure washing, bathroom remodeling, drywall, and so much more. They can even help you move your furniture. I know some people have just moved a few weeks ago. And I guarantee you, they wish they could have, they should have called Silverback Contractors LLC. Why do all that work when Silverback Contractors LLC can do the work for you? Make sure you call them at 404-960-1972, or send them an email to silverbackcontractorsllc at gmail.com. Also, shout out to everybody that came out to the Love and Poetry Experience a couple of weeks ago. At Chicago Avenue Cafe in Austell, Georgia, we had a blast. Yes. Yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. All right. So make sure you come out to Chicago Avenue Cafe. We got an event tomorrow night. It's going down. Doors open at 7.30 at Teas and Tacos, Chicago Avenue Cafe. Same venue in Austell, minutes away from the city, from Atlanta. 
So stay tuned for more information on that. DJ Roller, man, we got a special, special guest on IG Live this morning, man. Woo! Mm. Yes. Mm. We told you all it's going to be a movie. It's going to be a concert. It's going to be a conversation, man. Um, before we get to our guests, before we go to our special guest, man, um, a lot of stuff been happening over the past few days. <laughs> a lot of stuff in the news, man. I don't know which one to get. I don't. I don't know which one to go to first. <laughs> Give us a hint of which one of, of selections. I know everybody's still talking about the Super Bowl, uh, especially the halftime. Yes. Especially the halftime. I just don't get it. Like the Falcons lost. Right? <laughs> But everybody was still in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody was still like anticipating for the game. Shouts to the LA Rams. Okay, okay, I, I know the Braves. The Braves got it last year. You know, mm-hmm. Parties, clubs were packed, including the strip clubs, especially the strip clubs. The strip clubs. <laughs> yeah, it's packed. You know, Braves took it home, but this time LA Rams. Did you see the video? It was like, it almost looked like a riot outside. Yeah. Yeah. They forget where, you know, what did, what did Ice T say? And I'm quoting him. Um, there's 50,000 gang, mem- gang members out there. Mm. Be careful. 50,000. Jeez. That's bigger than some of some of the cities across the country. So, hey, yeah, boys man. in the hood, boys in the hood, minister society. Hey, hey, just being real. Hey, man. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was still it was still an epic event. Super Bowl halftime. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. Mary J. Blige. I got a mic drop rant. Uh, uh, you forgot one. You forgot one. You wasn't in. You wasn't in the halftime, DJ Roller. No, I wasn't in the halftime. But I said, I said Dr. Dre. I said Dr. Dre. I said Dr. Dre. Just, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Who did I forget? Fifty Cent. Oh. <laughs> oh. You mean Fifty Cent? Or 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 or, or 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 nickel or nickel cent or nickel. <laughs> I was gonna say a dollar. You said a dollar. I'm getting. I'm just giving. Say, the, I'm, I'm flipping the numbers. I was gonna say a dollar. I was gonna say a dollar. Seventy-five cents, eighty cents. He gained some weight. <laughs> A quarter pound. You said a quarter pound. Okay. <laughs> Man, All right, that was it. Was crazy. We're gonna talk about. I got a mic drop rant for that in just in a, in just a few moments. I got a mic drop rant on the uh, halftime Super Bowl. You know, because there's there's been even though there's been great reviews, there's still been haters. Of course, of course. Uh, mic drop rant coming up later on in the Beat Break Morning Show. But let's go ahead and uh, bring on our special guest, ladies and gentlemen. Brand new artist. Uh, I discovered this musician this talented artist through a family member of mine right and uh oh I, also before i forget too i had i gotta put a bookmark in this introduction 
we got the challenge coming up. I did say that I was gonna do. I did say that I was gonna let people know that I have a challenge that I am going to announce. It's a dating challenge. Post Valentine's Day. Dating challenge. Yeah, I got a dating. Yeah, it's a. I'm, I'm gonna let you all know what I am proposing. Mm. Just a few moments. Back to this talented, gifted artist resume here. He's an independent singer and songwriter, straight out of Atlanta, straight from the ATL. And uh, man, like she she is incredible. She's on YouTube. She's she, her videos went viral and everything. She got a new song out, right? So I can't wait to bring this young lady on. She's gonna talk more about her backstory, her music career. And she's going to bless us something during the morning show. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Ray Melanie. Hey. Beat Break Radio. What's going on? Definitely. Um, I thought you were actually going to go into like how you were connected with me. <laughs> I was going to get I was I was going to ease into it. Yeah. Kind of ease into it and, and let everybody know, because what you do within the industry it's, it's still the same thing with what you're doing as a musician as an artist so we, we're going to tie that piece in there but i want i, I want to take a moment to uh let you tell everybody the backstory behind ray melody you know because you you're a singer you're a songwriter you yeah. are an instrumentalist you, you do it all. So so who is Ray Melody? Yeah, so I wear, like you said, I, I wear a lot of hats. Um, not just like an instrumentalist, but I'm also uh, an educator um, and a small business owner. Um, and it's, I mean, a lot of people ask me like, oh, like when did you start playing please as long as I can remember, honestly. Um, probably one of my first memories um, and kind of uh, throughout my life, like I was always in choir. So basically from maybe eight years old, um, even into like my college years, um, I always sang in the choir. Uh, when I first got into music, I was actually self-taught. So one day my mom, she, you know, purchased a keyboard and I mean, I had no clue, you know, what these notes were on the page or what I was looking at. But over time, I gradually just, you know, taught myself. I had like an intro piano. And um, from that moment on, like I said, I was self-taught. And then I eventually got into uh, music school uh, at the university. And there I was um, I was classically trained. So, uh, yeah, a lot of opera, <laughs> uh, Mozart, um, Beethoven, Bach. So I think that also kind of shaped my, my style of singing, being classically trained into uh, jazz music later on, and then eventually into composing. So, like I said, a lot. I wear a lot of hats. <laughs> wow, that that is quite a story there. Because I know plenty of artists that have taught themselves or um, had the opportunity mm -hmm. 
of teaching themselves music. I know plenty of people that don't even read music, right? They go by ear, especially when they play the piano, play the keyboard. They go by ear. They don't necessarily like read music, but yeah. they go based off of ear, what they hear and what have you. But you, you self-taught yourself. You went to classes and, you know, you've been doing this for a long time. Any musical influences, by the way? So many. <laughs> Honestly, from different decades. I feel like I made very first had to be um, Jill Scott, Alicia Keys, Lauren Hill, uh, Music Soul. Uh, I think kind of, as we're talking about like current R&B artists, um, Caesar, um, Snow, uh, Snow Allegra. So like okay. a huge. Uh, I I love music like like Otis Red, uh, the Ross and the Supremes, um, uh, Sam Cooke. Yeah. So, uh, lot of influences from different decades dope dope i, I heard you mention music soul child of course the other night was another event that took place this week the versus battle between music soul child and anthony hamilton i am a very big music soul child fan right and i i, I like anthony hamilton i will say that anthony hamilton he has more of a strong vocal range than mm -hmm. music soul child but Music Social's catalog is crazy. It's, it's mad crazy. So who did you, who do you go for the most? Music Social so, or Anthony Hamilton? Honestly, I actually didn't get a chance to to view it. I was I was so busy. Like I said, I worked. I didn't get a chance to view it. But kind of like when people were talking about it and kind of hearing it, I don't know. Honestly, I I can't. I, I really can't, like you said, vocal range. So I'm sorry if that's not an answer, but I really can't choose between the two. It's really hard. It's really hard. I mean, they're both talented artists. I know that it can at times be. For sure. It's hard, it's hard to choose between mm -hmm. one great artist, one great musician. Yeah. over the other because they're both talented i i look for I, for the most part i look for the catalog mm -hmm. i look for the catalog you know they both got catalog but song but music he got those songs that are just very very timeless that just make you not even want to even be with a side chick anymore you know what i'm saying like if you <laughs> <laughs> you don't so for uh, Anthony Hamilton? <laughs> no, a Anthony Hamilton, he got, because he comes from, to me, he comes from, like, the real grit, the real blues and all that other stuff. Anthony Hamilton, he got that kind of vibe where, you know, it's like, even when you're depressed yeah. and your, your woman just broke up with you or your man just broke up with you, you can step outside and, and just be on that country porch you be in the country, be on that country porch, and it's sunny outside, and you know everything gonna be all right. Like, you know what? I just came out of a, a relationship. It was toxic. It was bad. Or she broke up with me. He broke up with me. But hey, the sun is shining. Everything's gonna be all good. Real? Okay. That that's the vibe that Anthony Hamilton gives to me. But they yeah, both, that's your, both, per, that's your personal artists. opinion. That's your personal opinion. That's that's okay. What's yeah. your opinion? What do you think? 
as a DJ, <laughs> um, Music Soulchild has it has his classics and whatnot, and to me, um, and Anthony Hamilton too has his classics as well. I'm not saying he's not a part of this as well. To me, um, I really couldn't choose on that. They're to me equal in my opinion. Um, they just have their different vibe and whatnot. Right. I just like how uh, Sean put his uh, his opinion um, about uh, Anthony Hamilton is the blues yeah, version, yeah. and how when you break up, <laughs> it's just how you broke it down like that. I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> I'm like I, I would never have broken it down like that by Anthony Hamilton at all, um, but that's a, that's a good way of looking at it and, and whatnot. I definitely respect what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't really choose. You know, I couldn't really choose and whatnot. But the way he, the way Sean was saying it, I'm thinking like because of the catalogs. I just wish we could do a a virtual version of a versus of MJ and Prince. Ooh. Ooh. Man, I would love to see how someone will conduct a virtual versus of MJ and Prince. That would be hologram, hologram versus hologram. hologram. <laughs> right. I just want to see who in the world is going to win that contest. I know outside of the music, what people may say, but I'm like, look at the music that they both had and people, how people still listen to it mm-hmm. and whatnot. So Anthony Hamilton and, 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 and uh, Music Soul Child doing that thing, I'm like, it's, 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 it's a classic way of, of showing true talent and whatnot. And, you know, I'm just glad that um, they actually are singing and, you know, you can sing over your songs a little bit, but I'm glad to have to see artists and like to see more artists coming up like you and, and uh, be real and not always trying to use the uh, studio to cover up your, your talent. Right. right. So you can see acapella in Allen Street or in a, um, a lounge or whatever the case may be and be, they sound good. Mm. I, that's that's the thing. I don't, I'm getting tired of folks just or especially rapping. I ain't gonna get into that. So get uh, getting um, saying stuff over their songs. I'm like, okay, let us hear the vocals. Do you really have the vocals? So it's funny. It's funny that DJ brings up right? Right? Because, because I, see I see a bit, a of, bit you. of you. Ray Melanie, I see a bit of you, uh, really? yeah, of uh, Prince in there because you do you you play the guitar, you play the piano, you know, you- and, and with Prince, he was pretty much damn near playing everything. He was playing everything. He was playing a lot of at least for his first few albums. Yeah, he played all of them, even on his first album. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's why he likes firing them. If they ain't do right, <laughs> yeah, he like firing those bands. Like, all right, y'all fired. 
somebody else. So, so do, you, do you see a little bit of his influence? This is a question for Ray Melanie. We do, do you do you see a little bit of Prince influence in you as you evolve into the artist that you are? You know, playing instruments, singing, and songwriting. Do you see a little bit of that in you? Yeah. So honestly, I feel like, I mean, someone like Prince. Those are those are some big shoes to fill you know um i mean recently i've gotten uh into playing the the ukulele um i started playing the guitar a few years ago um i'm not the best but i mean that's the goal you know to get better um and like you said just to be like kind of an all-around instrumental uh at some point i was even playing harp uh <laughs> so i mean i i never actually you know thought about it like that so um i mean that's that's a privilege <laughs> for you to you know make that connection so yeah. <laughs> yeah have you have you ever seen purple rain i gotta ask you you have you seen i have not uh, <laughs> uh, with the song <laughs> but you familiar of purple rain yeah, I just never watched it. You never it. watched it. See, the question, this is the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason why I asked Ray this why question. No, 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 let me no, tell no. you, DJ Roland doesn't know this. But you're, you're, let's just say this. I'm, I'm 38. I just turned 38 a few days ago. You're under 38. You're in the 20 year mm -hmm. range, right? Yes. And, and so a lot of people that are in that, range the 20 something year range they may not be too familiar with purple rain or with you know prince earlier works okay okay <laughs> so pardon if dj roland is shaking his head or was shaking his head but i think this is a, a but this is a very teachable but this is a teachable moment because you know at the same time ray is coming with something very original than a lot of these artists aren't like let's just keep it a bag let's just keep it 100 you know you got artists that are coming out they're not playing no instruments they're not playing the guitar i mean with the exception of her i love i like her right but it's like nowadays some a lot of artists i'm gonna say the entire it's it's no, like not the entire the artistry is kind of like getting lost. You know? Thank you. You're absolutely right. Mm. Yeah. Just, just, I just got to say this with your, I mean, um, by how Sean described you and you describing your, your, your background and everything, that's what we need more of. I ain't say you got to be copying somebody. You're not doing that. And we need to have more artists coming out being real instead of just like, how much do I need to pay in the studio? What can you do outside of the studio? Studio is gonna have all this gadgets and stuff ready for you to record. What can you do outside of the studio? And how can you make it a teachable moment because you know some other folks wanna follow and do similar things. That's what, that's, I can, you know, I'm glad you're saying that about your background. You're being educated, you're educating folks on how to be into the music um, world without just using studio saying, yeah, I'm in the music business, doing what? I'm always in the studio. Doing what? 
I'm making tracks. And <laughs> you're doing more. And, and I'm glad that you're doing it. Oh, thank you. Great <laughs> Melanie, yes. You got to to that. To that. that lets me know there's still hope. Yeah. When it comes to music. Yes. Yes. Ray Melanie on the Beat Break Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen, with your boy Sean Garvey and DJ Roller Man. Listen, um, all things considered social media, I got to bring this up. I got to bring this up. This is a question. Uh, let's take it outside of music for one moment. Well, it, it kind of it kind of falls into the realm of music, right? So I seen a video, I think it was either on on exactly Valentine's Day or the day after Valentine's Day, right? And I, I'm trying to figure this out, ladies and gentlemen, because like I said, I'm 38 years old. I'm about to be 40. And I'm always learning new things about what the much younger generation are doing in social media, right? So Ray... Ray went on Instagram. I think it was either on Valentine's Day. Well, it was on Valentine's Day. I, yeah. I just didn't see it until the day after Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. And she posted a video letting people know what she was doing on Valentine's Day. Let, tell tell the story. Let me go ahead and tell the story. What, what did you do on Valentine's Day, Ray? Go, go, um, I mean, I basically went to the studio uh, and recorded a song. Uh, actually, two. Um, that one of them I actually plan on releasing uh, really soon. Uh, so yeah, I, I went into the studio, I laid down uh, two songs, uh, and then, you know, had dinner with a friend, had dinner and drinks with a friend, and just really just enjoyed the company. You oh, know? oh, so I was under the impression that that's all that you was doing on Valentine's Day. So, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> what I mean is, I thought that's the only thing you was doing on Valentine's Day was going into the recording studio, making music, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, that was the majority of the day. That was the majority of okay. At the end of the day, that was just kind of like a like a nightcap, just to relax after putting in that work, so. <laughs> I, I feel I feel because see, I, once again, I'm trying to understand this new phenomenon that's going on in social media, especially on IG, where single people I, I don't know your status or anything but single people they post videos on ig saying this is what i'm doing on valentine's day and it could be like a video saying hey this is what i'm doing on valentine's day i'm going to the grocery store i'm like you do that every day what are you talking about I'm, I'm, I, this is what i'm doing on valentine's day i'm jump roping at the gym what i i think honestly i think um, it's just about really appreciating like your own company, you know. Like I know you you can appreciate being with someone if you boot up, that's cool. But I mean, if you're not, like you shouldn't feel bad, you know. Like you you have to enjoy your company yourself. I mean, you're gonna spend the rest of your life with yourself, so. <laughs> Don't say, hey, listen, man. Well, I see <laughs> clubs in the in the chat. And I mean that's fine. I mean you can you can be happy. Make sure that you're happy. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go too deep into it because Sean knows I can get deep into that. Uh -huh. as, long, as long as you're happy with yourself, and yeah. I'm gonna keep it like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think those days for me are over. See, I do a show called The Mental Space. I do a show called The Mental Space on WLK on Monday nights, and I talked a little bit about being single and uh -huh. how does that 
being alone and single on days like Valentine's Day and how it affects your mental. It was a very great show. It was a, it was a very interesting show. And even before Valentine's Day, I'm looking around. I'm like, man, it's so many single people out here. At, you know, there are couple there are people I know who are booed up already. Uh-huh. But man, it is real out here in the streets of the ATL. I'm talking about 17 to 1. Single women to men. Dude, I that's got a whole discussion. These I, streets whole... of Atlanta. <laughs> do you do you think music play a factor in it? Let me because sticking to music, Ray Melanie. Mm-hmm. Do you think music play a factor into why the single scene, the dating scene is the way that it is? You know, with the music nowadays, it's like it's either I sleep with your man, I get with your I, I got your man or sad songs like where you where you at at three in the morning? You ain't no good, et cetera, et cetera. You know, those kind of songs like do you think? Music play a role in the dating scene from an artist's perspective. I think it's the music that plays a role. I think it's the society or the generation that reflects the music, if that makes sense. So um, I feel like that's kind of where we are, and that's just what the music is reflecting, where we are. So improve it then. Because <laughs> I'm like, the society needs to improve then if the music is reflecting that. So improve it. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. So. I, mean, I, I just like to get back to that balance of love music mm-hmm. and that music that educates and, and teach people what love really is, what it means to be with a good man and what it means to be with a good woman and, and hearing those vulnerable testimonies and those vulnerable uh stories from artists and from songwriters because I, I tell you songs like whether it's from a music soul child or songs from like a jill scott or even an india Irie, and, and just countless others you know luther vandross Woo! Let, let's go back to the old let's go back let's go back to the old school days real quick right? <laughs> yeah you know luther vandross stevie wonder uh pendergrass man whitney even mm. whitney houston yeah <laughs> Yeah. She had her song though. Let's not let's not forget that one song. What? Shroop, shroop, shroop. Mm, no. My love. <laughs> we know she was talking about. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk about I'm not talking about her uh ex husband or anything. You know, he's not part of this, you know, so you can say his name he's talking about Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> He had his thing, but nah, not like that. Not like that. Ray Melanie, right here on the B Break Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, singer and songwriter. We're gonna get into uh, so her new joint in just a few moments. I I see a cover. I'm looking at your bio here, and I see a cover of you sitting across from a piano. I have uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I 
I, I, I look at that and it, to me, it seemed like you kind of somewhat, it, it seemed accidental in a way because it looks mm-hmm. like you are almost paying, correct me if I'm wrong, it looks like you're almost paying homage to artists like an Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that done on purpose or accident? Uh, it was kind of just... I guess the setting and the mood for it, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't on purpose. I guess it was just like a nice shot that I wanted to get. <laughs> the moment, the moment. Yes. It was the moment. Yes. Mm. Wow. Now let's, let's get into it because outside of you being a singer and a songwriter, you are a piano instructor. Yes. yes. I teach piano and voice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, so you you both a piano instructor and a mm-hmm. vocal vocal coach. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, how I met, just to kind of rewind the tape, go back earlier. How I met Ray was through a family member of mine, and, and that was my mother. So my mother, who is retired mm-hmm. after working at Georgia State University for so many years, she picked up a new hobby that she wanted to do which is play the piano, right? Now, I come from a musical family, and uh, some of my family members have been known to play the piano, have been known to play the piano, the keyboard. I even took piano lessons when I was in high school at the Mm -hmm. time. So uh, for you, Ray, what kind of, um, how can I put it? Like when you were, teaching people how mm-hmm. to play the keys, how to play the piano. Uh, what what kind of energy do you get when you are in that particular environment, in that particular setting to help people learn how to play the piano? What, what kind of energy do you get? Well, uh, like I mentioned before, I was self-taught. So, you know, being younger, like I, I really, you know, wish that I could have piano lessons you know but I mean my my parents provided what they could uh and unfortunately you know that's just something that I wasn't able to get growing up so I feel like it's a greater level of appreciation um you know when I started college um, a lot of people don't know this but I auditioned three times um because I just wasn't I didn't have the musical background that that was, I guess, required um, to be accepted into the program. So I, I auditioned three times. Um, I actually spent graduation money um, looking, um, actually putting money into getting a private voice instructor so that I could the, the school of music. And then once that happened, it was a lot of me feeling like I needed to like catch up just to be on the same level of years. A lot of them had been, you know, taught. They learned how to, you know, like read and write. Uh, So it was kind of that level that I was on and just having to be comfortable in my journey and not compare myself to others. So I think when I teach other people, especially your mom, like she really inspires me um, because, you know, how she she was younger, she stopped. um, wanted to get back into it and that's something that was uh, motivating for her 
So I think as I'm approaching teaching, I I come from a place where it's just like, you know, you don't have to be perfect and messing up is fine. You know, you have to, you have to be bad before you can get good. That's <laughs> true. Um, and so I think because I come from a background where I had absolutely no idea what I was doing when I started music school and I have people who are coming in some may have a little background and some like no at all. I know where I know how that, you know, I know where they are and I understand, um, you know, how it can feel coming into something new, you know? So I, I was just going to ask you what your teaching style is. Uh, Cause I know that there are some very, very stern and strict <laughs> piano instructors that are out there like if you mess up one note they just take a ruler and slap you on the hand oh no you, I, <laughs> is it is it like boot camp with you or no it's no because <laughs> i couldn't see it i don't want i don't want someone to come in have a lesson or a class with me and feel like i don't enjoy this i hate this you know that's a <laughs> thing that i would want for the you know, you know leaving that class so, I mean, I teach different ages. The youngest, uh, my youngest student is seven. So I teach, you know, like I said, a broad range of ages. And so the approach sometimes is different. Um, honestly, when I see, I think that's a, the greatest reward, you know. And I, I was talking to someone and like I said, it inspires me because, you know, like your mom, for example, you'll have people who come in and, you know, they may think like, oh, you know, like I'm not good enough or I'm still working on this or this is really hard. And you as an instructor, you see their progress, you see their journey. But as the individual learning, you may think, oh, I'm still not around. Like you don't see that. So I said it, it, and it motivates and inspires me because sometimes I have to take a look at myself artist i've evolved over i've come so far and you know just giving myself you know a pat on the back like i've i've done a lot you know not getting caught up in where i could be or how good i could be yeah i I, and i'm glad that you spoke very highly of my mother because i've actually have seen my mom a few times she even posted videos of her progress and i'm just very proud of my own mother for taking the time to even go and get the lessons and even practicing and doing it on her own you know And and the most important thing is finding the time to do something that you love and something that's going to bring you peace because mm-hmm. outside of my mom playing the piano, she also paints. She mm-hmm. also writes short stories. It's just good to actually be in that place in your life to do something that you love and to pick up a hobby that you actually mm-hmm. enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, we take for granted that creative energy. I feel like we it's we all need something, you know, something creative. Like you said, she writes, you know, she paints, learning. So... Yeah, we definitely take that for granted. Indeed, indeed, man. So we're, we're going to give uh, the people your information later on in the podcast. I know that there are people out there that want to get those lessons in. They want to get mm-hmm. the, the teaching in and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's there's still 
people like Ray Melody that make the time to teach you how to actually be a great piano, a, a pianist. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, it's so interesting. It is great that people like you are still around to provide classes and lessons. I remember the time where a lot of the public schools took out music classes, and that was such a very detrimental thing, DJ Roland, because we talked about it before about how they took the music classes out of the schools. And, and that actually helped with your education, with your curriculum. It was just so crazy that they took the music classes out of the schools. Um, but on the flip side of things, you have people like Ray Melanie, a singer, songwriter, and musician that can actually teach people how to play the piano. Now, you play the guitar as well. Do you provide guitar lessons as well or no? No, I'm still... I'm still learning guitar myself. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's like I said, that's another journey for me. And um, I gl I'm glad that you mentioned uh, the piano uh, because, like I said, when I was, you know, younger, um, not being able to have access um, to the piano, uh, my company, I am actually looking to sponsor a child, uh, providing piano lessons, lessons. So that information's on my website as well. All right. Indeed, indeed, man. Ray Melanie on the Beat Break Morning Show, Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum. Going back to the halftime show, what were your thoughts? Did, did you happen to watch the halftime special with Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cent, or 75 Cents? Uh, <laughs> I did, I did. I really enjoyed it, honestly. I I I feel like honestly the stage wasn't even big enough for all of them. Um but yeah, I did. I enjoyed it a lot. You enjoyed it, okay. Now, what now imagine you being a part of the lineup, right? Imagine you being a part of the lineup and they ask you to play a song that represents West Coast, that represents L.A., what, what song you think would come to your mind that you you personally, Ray, would play it and you would kill it? What what song comes to your mind? Uh, that's a hard one. Uh, I mean, I really, I really like uh, The Way It Is, or That's Just The Way It Is by Tupac. Uh, I think Ooh. Yeah, the piano intro. Uh, and finding a way to kind of like turn it into a song that you can actually sing. <laughs> it can be done. Yeah. It can be done. Mm. I'm just saying I can possibly loop it right. Oh, yes. And all that. So it can be done. <laughs> yeah, and I think even with the, the message in that song, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's timeless. You know, it applies to today. It applies to the, you know, time that it was made. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the that's the type of music that needs to be out and whatnot. <laughs> that's what you consider classics. Like we were talking about the verses with a uh, music soul child and Anthony Hamilton. That's what you're talking about as in classics that even when the song was made back then, and it's you listen to it now as if it's mm -hmm. brand new. And it's, it's that's what that's what music's supposed to be like. You don't make music. And you're your 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 voice and 
and whatever, and, and you can't do nothing live. Uh, that's not classics. That's like, uh, really? You putting that on an old school station? I mean, that's not. I don't even consider that old school. So, so yes, you said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it would be so dope if going going back to the halftime when Dr. Dre went to the piano. And was playing yes. a little bit of "I Ain't Mad at You" by Tupac. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see, I could see Ray Melanie doing that instead of Dr. Dre getting on the piano, playing "I Ain't Mad at You," and uh-huh. Dr. Dre is actually rapping Tupac's lyrics to "I Ain't Mad at You." <laughs> that would be so dope. Yes, it dope. would. I mean, if people really don't understand music. And the way Dr. Dre of his phenomenal catalog and whatnot, people are like, what? He's playing the piano? Yes, he's a producer. Just because you put, yes. put some buttons together and a couple beats here and there and you sound good, you got to know how to play some instruments. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people don't realize that. Like, yes. Press some buttons and mix a little bit, but no, you have to have an ear for harmony. An ear. Yes, that's why I'm considered one of the old school type of DJs. Do I scratch? No, but I'll blend the hell out of stuff, and you wouldn't even understand. Like, did he just do that? Yeah. Yes, I know how to do that. So I've been in this game over twenty years. I just, know, <laughs> I just know how to put a CD in the CD player, and that's it. That's man, all. They don't, even do that. they don't even do that, man. You gotta have a USB. You gotta have a USB ready. <laughs> 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 ready, man. <laughs> CDs are are going definitely out, man. Yeah, and I actually I got the the name of the song wrong. It was Changes. I think that's the Suedes was the original, and the Changes was the remix. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shoot. Oh, and you know, hologram. People been saying that there should have been a hologram of Tupac at the halftime. That would have been nice. That would have been nice just to have a hot second of him doing something and whatnot. I'll give him like probably about 30 seconds to a minute of him just saying a quick, quick <laughs> note and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We're, we're Ray on the keys. We're Ray on the keys. Yeah, of yes. Course. Of course. That would have been epic. High expectations. <laughs> Let the world see her. Yes. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're going to get into your concert in just a few moments. Ray mm-hmm. Melody on the Beat Break Morning Show. Uh, outside of the guitar, outside of the keys, what other instruments, because you also mentioned another instrument as well a few moments ago, but what other <laughs> instruments do you want to play that you haven't mastered yet? So I currently play the ukulele. That one wasn't. That one was pretty easy to pick up. Um, I started harp for a while, but I think honestly, my favorite instrument is the cello. I've always wanted to learn the cello, and um, also I would like to learn how to play the bass. So it's <laughs> really into this jazz stuff. She got a bit okay. of an old. She got a bit of an old soul in her. I can tell. Um, yeah, yeah. I, that's good to hear that like you don't hear people your age doing that now I mean woo. do you have family members do you have other family members in your family that have played some type of instrument like no not, not that you know of not no I, I think uh, I'm the only I guess direct family members um, 
but yeah i mean my brother's um he's getting into music and he wants to be a producer so i'm trying to like you know push him. and but it's like you were saying it's like the whole piano thing i'm like you gotta learn piano you need to learn piano so i mean i think just me <laughs> oh and though to be honest i learned the drums i i was trying to teach myself how to play a drum set. I, I got successful with that and whatnot. I was in a marching band in my high school and a year in college. Mm-hmm. So I understand, you know, the beats and the claps and all that stuff. So that's how I got the ear and appreciating it. You know, again, you, if you can't play it, at least appreciate it. You need to hear other types of, um, types of music. You can't just listen to your own and that's it. How you gonna appreciate music if you don't listen to other stuff. I just know what I don't personally like, I, I respect it. Uh-huh. It's country. I respect country, but I don't like country. Sure. Yeah, my brother, he commented, he said I played drums in high school. Also, my little brother, he did play the sax, the saxophone. Okay. Um, he didn't stick to it. And then uh, my aunt on my dad's side, um, she recently passed away, but she she was a singer. She sang in the choir. Okay. Ah, yeah. yes. God bless. God bless, man. Hey, listen, Ray Melanie on the Beat Break Morning Show. We got a comment section. Everybody's commenting. They're loving the interview. If you have questions for Ray, please put them in the comment section below. If you have a question or feedback for Ray as we get ready to check out. A epic live performance by Ray Melody. Put it in the comment section if you have a question for her at Beat Break Radio on IG Live, the Beat Break Morning Show. So I'm I'm ready. In the meantime, while we are waiting to get those questions in, DJ Roland, I'm I'm ready to check out this performance, man. You know, listen, listen. Are we are you gonna give us a show, a show just like or? Ten times more than the Super Bowl halftime. What I mean, what's what? We, what are we getting ready to? What are we getting ready to see? Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yes. hear you. Okay, so someone was calling my phone for a second. That's ugh, living up to that. Um, I'll give you what I can give you. <laughs> what's on my frequency? Um, I actually wasn't sure if I should just start with the single uh sad eyes um that i released last well that i released in december um i guess since that's like the most recent song and then i'll give you all like a sneak preview of uh the song that i recorded yesterday Valentine. <laughs> okay that sounds good now you are you just singing or are you are we going to see you play the piano and or the guitar You'll you'll hear me. You'll see me play the piano for um, the other song. Okay. So sad eyes. Um, it's funny because when I was looking, when I found that, uh, I guess the the beat or the track behind it, I didn't produce it. Um, but the the name of the instrumental track was called Smile. But the name that I you know turned it into is called Sad Eyes. So it's like, you know, an upbeat tempo, but it definitely has a message. Um, so 
you know, I don't know if you had any questions about well, we this. Do, we do have one question before we get into it. Uh, we have one from, I think it's your brother, by the way, who's on the IG Live. He asked, do you write for other artists? I have not, not yet. I would like to at some point. Who would you like um, to write for? I would like to write for Sam Smith. <laughs> um, Sam Smith, I would like to write or co-write uh, with her, um, SZA. Uh, who else? I really love Snow Allegra. I would love a collaboration with Daniel Caesar. Can you write can you write some songs for Summer Walker? I'm just tired of hearing those sad songs from Summer Walker. Man. I mean, it's, it's her experience, though. It's <laughs> journey. And if that's what she wants to turn into art, I mean, you know. Like Mary J. I mean, when she first started, I mean, a lot of, like, God dang, really? Can we hear some more happy instead of going to drama songs? And, you know, so. I mean, it was a good song, no uh-huh. doubt. But you get me more. You know, she's she's grown. She's definitely grown in the game. Definitely. Uh-huh. Man. <laughs> Doing the comparison. We just don't need no more sad songs from Mary J. Blige. She she, she <laughs> said she's fine. She said she's fine. Look, she she getting yes, that. She getting that. Fine, she, getting, fine. she getting that power money. Yeah. yeah, her thing at the Super Bowl. We don't need no more sad songs. She said no, no more, more drama. She said no more drama. No more there drama. No more drama. Okay. No so, more seven whole days. No more seven whole days. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the, the music, I'm pretty sure it's helped someone, you know? It has. It has. Mm. Um, so I guess I'll I'll start with sad. Um, that is definitely available on all streaming platforms. So, if you want to hear that, I would suggest, well, I would suggest everyone go like it, share it, save it to a playlist, and um, yeah. I'm ready. So, I'm ready. Right. Let's get into it. Sad, sad <laughs> eyes, right? Sad eyes. Sad eyes, yes. Yes. Concert performance by the one and only Ray <laughs> Melanie on the Beat Break Morning Show. Let's do it. All right. Let me get the sound. See that girl walking down the street. She always got some place to be. No, she don't slow down, slow down. It's in the way she walks, the way she talks, the way she moves. You wouldn't even have a clue. She never slows down, slows down. She's got a smile that will brighten She'll put one right on your face. She's got the love that will fill you up. Look at her. 
the motivation behind that song like where did that song come from oh my goodness so my mom is on here <laughs> hey mama so that's, that's who says she gets it from her mama okay All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to explain this in the best way possible um I guess I was having a convert you know a lot of times I have I'm very close to my mom so I was having a conversation with her one day and um, she was just like, why are you so sad? Like, you're, you're always writing sad music. And um, honestly, I think what motivated me to write this, I had just graduated college and I, I didn't really know where, what direction I was going in. Um, and uh, I feel like with a lot of creative individuals, there's always some anxi anxiety when it comes to like pursuing your dream. It's just like, uh, I gotta pay bills. But this is what I really want to do. Um, so, you know, I was just kind of going through a period of just kind of not knowing what, where I was going, where I was headed. Um, and there was just a lot of anxiety. And, um, you know, also a message in there about just, you know, mental health awareness and just checking in, uh, you know, with your loved ones, your family, your friends. Sometimes they'll tell you, like, no, how are you? I'm good. But... You know, a lot of times it's like in their eyes. I don't know <laughs> if that makes sense. It does. But mm -hmm. like you can be smiling, but it's all it's all in the eyes. And a lot of times, you know, someone would look at me and they'd be like, well, you don't really look like it, you know. So Facts. Facts. And, you know, speaking of anxiety, 
Mm-hmm. We always talk about mental health, and, and it goes back to the show on WLK that I do Monday nights from 7 to 9, mm-hmm. the mental space. Everybody's going through it. Mental health. How important in these days and times is music? It is music to mental health. How important is it? Super important. You know, it's, it's always, I feel like everyone should have maybe that one playlist that you can kind of go to depending on your kind of mood that you're in, you know, but it's it's super important. Um, Especially just the isolation and just feeling like we can't be close to people, um, kind of everything going on, um, especially the social media, you know, um, how someone's doing. So, yeah, 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 I I go, I have to go to my playlist whenever I feel some type of way, whatever, like you said, whatever mood you in, I got to go to classics. I got a classic playlist and I got an upbeat playlist. I just listen to whatever will make me feel good. I think that besides comedy, music is the second antidote is it's the second (laughs) medicine to everything else because music is universal mm-hmm. yes you know what i'm saying and and music mm-hmm. just it just does something to you in your spirit and your soul whenever you go through it and it's so refreshing to hear a, an original sound like you like ray melanie i mean your vocal levels are so organic it if we're going to keep it a hundred it doesn't sound like the other artists that are out there. I mean, no, no disrespect to the other artists, but it just seemed like the the artists, and I know we talk about it a lot of times, mm-hmm. that some of the artists that we normally hear on radio, on commercial radio, they all sound the same. It's almost like you listening to the same artist. You you listening mm-hmm. to the same vocalist, but it's a different vocalist, but they all sound the same. Mm-hmm. You're speaking it, bro. You know, as I mean, you're listening to it as a fan of music and whatnot. And not, not saying I'm not a fan of music, but when you have that music together and the vocals sounding good, it's like the beats sound great. But guess what? The, the acapella of you just is better. And I'm like, I know I can use that on some stuff. So. Just speaking from my experience and whatnot, I would love to have that acapella version of that and and just make 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 another remix of it, you know, just to play around with something mm-hmm. and whatnot. Who knows? My use changes <laughs> and whatnot. So who knows? It's just I love the pure sound of how Sean is explaining how you sound. Oh, it's real pure. Thank you. We have a question from one of the Instagram mm-hmm. followers here, and uh, this person asks, "What motivates you to create?" Um, what motivates me to create that? It just really depends. Um, sometimes it could just be a situation, you know, that I might be going through. It can be someone else's story, you know, that I'm inspired to write a kind of few. Um, I think sometimes it, it's difficult, um, 
like I said, when you're kind of just like in the grind of everyday life, um, just pausing and taking a moment to really like get in tune with your inner, I guess, creative person or, you know, finding like a music or something um, to help me. But a lot of times it's, it's really just uh, life experience, the mood. Um, one time I wrote a song. Well, this is actually the song that I, I recorded because I was just sitting on my porch the um, and I just kind of imagined, you know, like sitting in the grass. I mean, I don't know. Some people may not like that, but like just sitting in the grass, I just watch like the clouds float by. I, I wrote a song, you know, or I guess a, a piano melody based on that experience and what that Ribbon in the like. sky. Just by you saying that, that, I thought about ribbon in the sky. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just by that. Mm. Yeah. 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 Please bring in some more questions, ladies and gentlemen, at Beat Break Radio. Questions for Ray Melanie. We are in the second hour of the Beat Break Morning Show. Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum. And we're waiting for Star Kells to come on the IG Live in a few moments after the Ray Melanie concert. I am going to talk about this new challenge that I am putting out there on social media. It is a dating challenge. So all my single ladies out there, if you are single and on the live right now, I need you to pay close attention in just a few moments on what the challenge is at Beat Break Radio. Ray Melanie on the Beat Break Morning Show. So we about to get into your second set. Okay. Do we... I was saying, like, how long do we have? Because for the... The song that I recorded yesterday, mm-hmm. I just wanted to give you all a sample. You, you just want to give have, us a little taste. Yeah, just a little taste. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, and then I have another one after that. All right, let's do it. Let's get it. At Ray Melody on IG, so. on Instagram, live, live concert with the one and only Ray Melody. Hey. Give me one second. I think I'll have to adjust okay. my phone. Take your time. Take your time. And while, while, May, while Ray Melanie is setting up, ladies and gentlemen, once again, want to let you all know that the Beat Break Morning Show, uh, we are taking donations. So if you like the content, please show your support. Cash app us, dollar sign, reach the number one communications. That's dollar sign, reach the number one communications. We're going to have it below in just a few moments. Also, if you have not downloaded the podcast FM app to your mobile device, make sure you do that right now. Podcast FM, one word, is available on Amazon, on Google Play, the App Store. You can check out 50-plus Radio stations and podcast networks all across the country, including ours, Beat Break 87 FM, even 101 The Vibe FM, the other station that we're on in Louisville, Kentucky, and many more. Download their podcast FM app to your mobile device for free. All right. I can hear the piano keys in the background. She is setting up. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a movie. It's a movie, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. I love it. Uh, so make sure you follow us at Beat Break Radio. Let me get the explosions. This is... Did you wait? Did you? <laughs> 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 
Did you hear it? I, I hear I hear a little bit of the piano keys in the background. Yes. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh. So this was a song, like I said, I was I was sitting on the porch, into the birds, and this piano melody kind of. Um, and then this, the title of this song is called Another Moment. Another moment. Another moment. Another moment. Oh, she she sounded so. Very low, so sensual when she said it, another moment. That I've been thinking of and you still in the right, my mind, rest on my feet, and that's what I've been here for a There's no nothing done. Feel when you hold me, baby. They am only. I don't want to moment, cause I've already had enough time. To find you, but I always knew from the moment I made my soul, you I can't believe it's like you were made for me in every way. You're a perfect fit in my heart, and inside of my body, tangled up in you. Been it for a while, there's no coming down. Side, when you hold me, baby, that you're my only. Exclusive, exclusive. Yeah. That was an exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that, that was an exclusive. We got that exclusive, that new new right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. You heard it here first. Another moment. Yes. By ATL Zone, Ray Melanie. We got start. You guys, I am here. I had a FE, and it took me by storm. But I am here, and I I came in on a beautiful voice with a beautiful face, and you sound so lovely, girl. Thank you, thank you. 
I don't know what a well, I do know what a FE is. A lot of people don't know what a FE is, but <laughs> what we do know, what we do know, a good voice. We know a great voice when we hear it, ladies and gentlemen. Ray, Ray Melody giving us that live performance right here on the Deep Break Morning Show, man. I love it. I love it. Let's go over to the comments section. Let's look at uh, who else got a question for you, Ray Melody. Who are your biggest artistic influences? Because um, she, she said, yeah, because this person yeah. is saying you. This person is getting uh, gu- guapole vibes. What is the name? It's uh, it is. I I can't pronounce it. I don't know if I, I don't want to butcher it, but it's guapole. The artist. Oh, she. Oh, she talking about the artist guapole. Guapole. I haven't heard of them yet. So look them up. The artist who used to sing the song Closer. Closer? Yeah. Um, Closer to my dream. Oh, yo! I know you. I know the song. Yeah. She sings better than her, though. She sings way better than her. And this is live. She can do it live. Go on, Blake. Could be watching. Guaple gonna be okay. <laughs> but but who, who this are girl you? here? Uh-huh. I love her voice. She's fire. Ray, Ray, Ray is fire. Ray is yeah. fire. She she getting the fire signs. She getting the fire signs and everything. But but who are your biggest artistic influence though? Uh, like I said before, I have I have so many. It's just uh, like uh, Bill Scott, Alicia Keys, um, Lauren Hill. Um, I don't think I mentioned it before, but like Amy Winehouse, the oldies, uh, Sam Cooke, uh, um, Anita Baker. <laughs> it's just, it's so many. Um, and like I said, currently, um, her, uh, Snow Allegra. I I really love Leanne Lachavis. Um, Daniel Caesar. Like I said, it's 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 a lot, and um, I also in my style of composing, uh, being classically trained, my my favorite composer is um, Debussy. Mm. Uh, I, I can see all of that in you. <laughs> no, no cap. I, I can see all of that in you. You know those artists, and, and you mentioned a lot of iconic names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What what do you do? I have a question. What do you do before you prepare to do a song or do a performance? Just like the performances you gave to us. What do mm-hmm. you do before you get on? Do you meditate? Do you pray? What do you do to get yourself ready for the crowd? Um. So I haven't performed in front of a crowd in oh, a minute since 2019. Honestly. Um. Mm-hmm. But I think self-talk really helps because I've always, like, when I was younger, I mean, even now, I mean, I'm an introvert, um, but I had a really, really bad anxiety just talking to people. So being in front of people performing, um, like, I'll never forget, it was this one time in elementary school where I wanted to, like, push myself and try out for, like, a solo, and I got up there and, like, I couldn't even, my voice couldn't even (laughs) leave you know my face like it it was so bad 
Like I could like my yeah, everything tightened up. I couldn't even breathe. It was it was bad. It it was that bad. Um before I worked on it and got the confidence to, you know, start singing in front of people. Um so a lot of like uh, motiv- uh meditation, uh self talk, always uh make a cup of tea. Um and yeah, I think I think that's that's about it. <laughs> I like it. When did you start singing? Uh, young age, maybe about six or seven. <laughs> and when you started at like six or seven, did you get vocal lessons at that age? You know, because sometimes I want to ask this because a lot of um, teachers will say, oh, no, your voice is too young and still growing. But if you're a young artist, do you need to? invest in vocal lessons at that age? I feel like it's good to. I mean, the younger you start, the better. Um, But I did not uh, have a personal uh, voice coach until um, I was about 18, 19. Uh, But I was in choir for most of my childhood up until like when I graduated college. Okay, so you did learn how to sing, harmonize, all of those things in the choir and stuff like that. Yes. I have a question. Because mm-hmm. people keep asking me this and they've been asking me this for years. What is leading up to the question. Because of my voice and back in 1989 this song came out called Secret Garden. And I know you heard of this artist by the name of uh, Barry White. Mm-hmm. And when I was young at 14, they heard my voice and they wanted to say, can you sing Barry White? So my question to you, how old should you really start getting vocal lessons? And am I too late? (laughs) (laughs) No, because the thing is like, you have to think about your, your voice um, and the muscles that make up like that area. Like it's almost like working out, you know, Mm. So it's never, it's never too late. <laughs> so I can actually be the next Barry White then, right? I, I can't guarantee that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just had to ask. <laughs> you never know. Okay, all right. Mm. I just know what people keep asking me. Just do the Barry White part on, on Secret Garden, you know. <laughs> Uh, I have I have another question Mm -hmm. you you as a female um, what genre of music would you classify yourself in do you do you even put yourself in a genre uh like I mean I think that's been one of the most difficult things for me because I have so many influences um like I recently got into like jazz music like I never thought I was capable you know being a jazz vocalist um it always intimidated me but I've been studying you know jazz musicians and trying to um just kind of use their sound to build my sound and so like I said being classically trained I've, I've sung opera you know um and of course R&B is my genre of choice but I've never I don't know it's 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 kind of hard you know. what genre 
of practice over the years made your voice stronger? You know, like some genres, you just, mm-hmm, your voice comes out. You realize, oh, I can do these. I can do this. This is how I can control my voice. Like, what genre made you see that? It was classical music and then getting into jazz music. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. I thought you would have said opera. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. Opera opera is in the classical genre, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. So that's something I'm learning today. I thought opera was in its own genre. No. I learned that from my cousin. Oh, so he, it's in the classical. Okay. Right, because he has sung opera um, in uh, Italy and some other country. Mm-hmm. And um, he started off, to my knowledge, in the church and then um, kind of um, simultaneously did opera and R&B and whatnot. And a lot of folks were like, oh, how in the world did he do that? So, yeah, he, he can, he's like a new version of a Freddie Jackson um, sound, but it can do mm-hmm. opera. So I'm like, whew. Yeah. Okay. Well, shout out to your who, your cousin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, because he put he put his cousin straight on right now, like yeah, because <laughs> he uh. But that's good though. I didn't know that. Um, first of all, I didn't know opera was in classical genre, but just mm-hmm. so you build your strength from mm-hmm. jazz and opera. The classical, the opera music was first, and then. Okay. I graduate. I got into some jazz styles. So, so you went through all these layers. I, I know I'm being greedy right now, but <laughs> I wanted. I am a music fan mm-hmm. for one, and also I love the journey of a female artist because even in the music industry, is still not that easy mm-hmm. for the female artist on either side, the business side or the entertainment side to um, even just get through certain stages, certain levels, or get the skill set that we need um, without bias or ridicule or layers of things being on top of it. And I know because I've been in the entertainment field for 15 plus years. So when I'm asking you these things, it's just because I want to know, and I know there are people out there that are listening that you could definitely help, right? Mm-hmm. So my last question is, if you would give some gems to the female artists out there, younger, older, as far as like the things that people didn't tell you that you had to learn along the way that helped you, what are some of those things that you would just give? Like words of advice or encouragement? I I think maybe this is, it might be cliche, but I would say make space for yourself because a lot of times when we go into certain spaces, it's like the uh, like we feel intimidated, um, and we might think smaller of ourselves because of. I don't know, like the imposter syndrome, like not feeling that we belong there. Um, but uh, kind of as I navigated, uh, through college, I, when I was younger, because I wrote songs, and then when I got into school, I didn't realize that I enjoyed posing 
um, music, composing, and arranging. And I also wanted to get into uh, production. But, you know, a lot of times with women, it's just like, okay, we're, you know, mainly the performers. But I would say if you are a young um, female artist, I would say learn production, learn composition, learn songwriting, because that's where the money is. Um, mm. So I think I, I would encourage them something. I would encourage them to learn those different trades. And like I said, don't feel um, intimidated. Like, honestly, believe in yourself. Believe that you're capable, um, as capable as your male counterpart. So. I like that. And I feel like somebody out in this world was trying to hate on you because you was dropping some real shit. And so they tried to drop something on you. No, you know, you can't cuss. Oh, my God. But they missed. <laughs> I don't know how that fell. I think maybe my phone vibrated. I don't even know how that fell. Sean, I am so sorry that word came out of my mouth. I'm so sorry. Could y'all believe that out? But I feel like somebody was hating on my girl because she was dropping some real gems and they was over there trying to do some juju, but it ain't work. And I got my Wakanda on. Y'all see my Wakanda is ready, so I'm I'm tuned in. You tuned in, you tuned in and turned out. You tuned in and turned up. I mean, turned up. That. Yes, look good. Love it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. See? Just follow it. Everything is just following today. I don't know what's going on. It's live radio. It's live radio. That's what happened. Hey. Ray Melanie, uh, before we let you, before we close out the the concert, mm-hmm. I, I think you did say you had another number, and if not, I, I got a request. Huh? Um, yes, yes, a request. Yes, yes, <laughs> a request. Because you did your original stuff, but some folks that are hitting me up right now in the DM, they they want to know if you can sing a song from an, an iconic artist without messing the song up. Oh, on the spot. Okay, I need to prep. Um, no, you ready? You ready? F them. F them. You ready? They trying. She's ready, but you gotta be careful of the choice, Sean. I know. Right, I mean, I'm, what? I, I, you would you want? What you want me to give her? Would you want me to give her? Uh, giving you the best that I got from Anita Baker. Would you want me to give? Well, give her something where she know the words for sure. Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, um, well how about we? Well, how about we allow Ray to pick something? Pick something out of your playlist that, to many of us, is a classic. A classic. Uh, it's so many. Like I don't know whether to old school or do Jill Scott because you kept saying like of, of artists that you liked oh. it, uh, that influenced you and Jill Scott was made, named twice as your first choice name a Jill Scott song it would have to be acapella <laughs> oh yeah we can do Girl, you, better, you better show them that you ain't playing um, I'm trying to think of words Okay, I'm pleased. I really love your company. Yeah, okay, we'll do a long walk. <laughs> okay, yes. long walk. Okay, all right. That's, that's a classic. That's a classic. Yeah. Let's get it. 
Okay. Uh, I think one time I got in trouble for singing that song. <laughs> I was like, eight you're over 21 now, right? You're over 21? Huh? You're over 21, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You're here. I'm, I'm pleased. I really did your company. Your style, your smile, your peace mentality. Lord, have mercy on me. I was blind, now I can see what a king's supposed to be. Baby, I feel free. Come on and go with me. Let's take a long walk around the park after dark. Got a spot for us. Conversation, revelation, tribulation, <laughs> share our situation, temptation, education, relaxation, elevation. Maybe we can talk about so 318. Sometimes we all gotta swim upstream. You ain't a saint, we all a sinner, but you put your foot down and make your soul a winner. <laughs> hey! And you go back, and you're all that a spring. Then you're humble, and I'm loving your feeling. I can give you everything that you bring. Let's take a long walk around the park after dark. Find a spot for us to find conversation, revelation, simulation, <laughs> situation, temptation, <laughs> elevation, relaxation. I forgot the last. That's all right. That's enough. That's enough. Don't you don't you sing another Jill Scott song without knowing the words all the way, girl? Don't play with me. <laughs> no, she gave hey, no. She didn't. She, she gave us two. Good. Man, that was good. She I was singing. You did a damn punch. good job. She did a great job. Uh, you sound wonderful, lovely. But yeah. you was being nervous, and yeah. don't nobody need you being nervous, honey, because you can sing. I should have pulled. Mm -hmm. I should have pulled up the lyrics. Honestly. Yeah, that was beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did good. But you, you did, did good. good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You did good. You did Girl, two. you 30 seconds. She only needed to give 30 seconds. She did two first. She didn't have to give y'all all that. Y'all know what's up. <laughs> uh, oh, one, one more question. One more question. Uh, so, of course, you're independent. Do mm -hmm. you want to stay independent or do you want to look into getting a record deal or hope to get a record deal one day? Um, it honestly just depends. Um, kind of studying the state of the music industry. Like I said, it, it honestly just depends. Like as artists, um, it, it, some things aren't as beneficial um, but honestly, like, I feel like an artist also knowing, um, the industry, understanding the industry, understanding like royalties and all of that information that you need to protect yourself and know your worth, um, goes into all of that. So mm -hmm. now, if ever, I don't know, something, you know, 
happens and the terms are good, then it's something to consider. Mm. Interesting. I mean, I heard somebody one day say that you need that muscle being signed to a record label. But in these days and times, a lot of artists that we know who have either won awards or been heavily recognized, they did not have to sign a record deal at all. And they are still famous. They are still getting money. They still get into the bag and what have you. So whatever direction you go into, we're definitely going to support you. But I think it's very vital, it's very important that you continue on studying the music business and the landscape of it right now. You know, because in the scheme of things, whether you are independent or not, you can still get messed up in the game. Either way, if you're not educating yourself and learning about the game. So I think that's very vitally important. Yes, very much. Yeah. Keep learning and teaching too. Don't be one of those women that you get in the game and you you put skin in the game, but you don't want to give out no jewels and no information. Mm-hmm. They're young girls, young guys, artists that's going to come after you and they're watching you. So share because the blessings will continue to overflow. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed, man. So, ladies and gentlemen. First time on the Beat Ray Morning Show, Ray Melody, singer, songwriter, doing her theme. Uh, so the song Sad Eyes is available right now on all streaming platforms. Go ahead and give people all the information they need right now, right now, to support <laughs> you, to follow you. And to even get those lessons, by the way, because we mentioned earlier before Star jumped on that you also give music lessons, vocal training, and piano lessons, and all that great stuff. So go ahead and give the people all that information, your contact information, and how can people follow you, all that great stuff. Yes, so uh, my hashtag for Instagram is Ray Melody, R-A-Y-E-M-E-L-O-D-Y. Um, and I also own an independent um, publishing company and soon-to-be record label. Uh, the name of that is Birdhouse Music Group. Um, all the information about the lessons, uh, about the um, program, about free, um, music lessons to uh, a child, uh, that can be found on my website at birdhousemusicgroup.com. So B I R D. H O U S E music M U S I C group G R O U P to L C L C or no birdhouse music group.com. Okay, that's what it is. Birdhouse music.com. Birdhouse Music Group. Oh, com. Okay, I, I didn't hear the group, but now I hear it again. Okay, Birdhouse Music Group.com. Y'all make sure you go out and support. Uh, it, like I said, it, 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 I told you all it was going to be a movie, but we just showed you, we proved to you all that it was definitely a movie. Ray Melanie, thank you so much for giving us that lovely, lovely performance, that concert performance. Yeah, great conversation and everything. Uh, we're about to get into this mic drop rant. You can stick around if you want, but uh, any last remarks to your followers out there? Uh, well, like I say, of course, thank you for the support. Um, 
I feel like it's it's honestly been a journey for a long time. I felt like I was and you know, just having those people to just be like, girl, like keep going, keep doing put that music out. Uh, I just want to personally thank you for that. And I would like to personally thank you for having me on here on this platform. Very appreciative. No yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling too well that I missed a lot, but I think I heard the best part, and that was your voice. Oh, thank you. And I appreciate it. And I will be contacting you very soon. Oh, thank you. Of course. Okay, I look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. And you better remember me. Don't be acting Hollywood when I contact you. <laughs> My name is Star from Beat Break Radio Boo, and I'm going to be boop, boop, booping you up. <laughs> um, don't be. As soon as we get off of here, I'm going to follow you. Okay, awesome. honey bunny. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> and I got to let you or your followers know that we do IG Live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. But, of course, people can check out the radio version of the Beat Break Morning Show on demand on the podcast FM app as well as on TuneIn and YouTube and even on 101 The Vibe FM. It's, it's so many platforms. It's so many platforms. But definitely check us out live each and every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. IG Live right here at Beat Break Radio on the Beat Break Morning Show. Uh, so, Ray, Melanie, once again, thank you. Thank you so much. We definitely got to give you your flowers uh, while you're here. And, let, and, and we just want to remind people that this is the platform, this is the show where we bring so many independent artists on. And it's their first time coming on the show before they even become big, like before they even become really, really big. I was telling DJ Roland the other day that we were the first platform to introduce the Mako Girls to the world. Yes. yes. Yeah. No cap. <laughs> all right so like i said uh ray you can stick around or if you gotta go because i know you're like a very very busy busy person but we about to get into this mic drop rant real quick because i got i got some stuff i got to get off my chest about the super bowl halftime show uh-oh, Man. me too. Uh, this singles challenge or whatever you talked about earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to get into that. Oh, oh, I'm telling you, we're going to get into the singles challenge really, really quick right after this mic drop rant. This mic drop rant is not going to take too long. Um, that's Those are two things I got to get off my chest. Those are two things. Let's let's hurry up and get into this mic drop rant qu- real quick. Let me just uh play the sweeper. Uh, mic drop rant on the Beat Break Morning Show. Sometimes in life, you just gotta get off your chest. From pop culture to politics, from news to everyday issues, it's now time for Sean Garvey's Mic Drop Rant on the Beat Break Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. Okay, so here is my Mic Drop Rant. I'm going to need black people, people of color, (laughs) to stop criticizing every single thing here's why let me tell you why so the super bowl halftime performance dr dre eminem snoop dogg kendrick lamar mary j blige 75 cents i'm sorry 50 cents you're right 75 quarter pounder A lot of people 
A lot of people said that that was the best Super Bowl halftime show that they have ever seen. Now, of course, there has been many before this one. There has been many. But they represented the West Coast. Now, of course, Eminem, 50 Cent, and Mary J. Blige are not from the West Coast. But what would a Super Bowl halftime be without Dr. Dre? Now, let me be honest with everybody. I wasn't going to watch the Super Bowl. I'm about to drop my phone here. Mic drop rant. <laughs> I wasn't about to... I wasn't about to watch the Super Bowl halftime at at first, you know, because coming out of the whole situation with Dr. Dre and his now ex-wife, Nicole Murphy, I felt some type of way about that. You heard me talk about it on the Beat Break Morning Show previously, right? But I was at my mom's house and uh, with her fiance, of course, and they were watching the Super Bowl. And they, they, I would say they kind of somewhat enticed me into watching the Super Bowl halftime. So I was like, okay, I'll stick around and watch it, right? So I'm watching the Super Bowl halftime. I'm seeing Dr. Dre perform, seeing Snoop Dogg. They performing their hits from the next episode. Kendrick Lamar doing his thing with All Right. Mary J. Blige doing her thing. It, it, was, a, it was a movie. It was epic. Now, a few days after that... I hear some black people talking about, or not even talking about, but they keep on bringing up Colin Kaepernick. Why, Sean, why are they keep on bringing up Colin Kaepernick? Did it have something to do with Eminem kneeling down after he sang his song, Lose Yourself? Well, maybe. I don't know. But why is it that every time when black performers are uh, are invited to perform at the Super Bowl halftime, Colin Kaepernick's name is brought up in the conversation? I, I don't know how to answer that. But, it, but my whole thing is, well, for the reason for this mic drop rant, is because... We tend to, every time we see something, somebody doing something very big on a positive level, we find that one thing, two things, or what have you, to criticize. And I know people are still, racism is still real. Racism is still real. White supremacy is still real. See, don't, don't feel bad, Ray. I dropped my phone, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, racism, I know racism is still real and we still have conversations about white supremacy and social injustice and all that, right? But do we have to do it every single time when people of influence get on stage and perform and give an epic performance at the Super Bowl? I mean, what 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 is it that you? Uh, okay, I understand the fact that you want more black ownership over football teams, but where were you all at when Master P was trying to do something? <laughs> What's my explosion? I got to get my. Explosion. Where were you all at when Master P was trying to start his own black-owned football team? Where were y'all at? Where were they had limits. Master P ain't had no limits. They had limits. 
<laughs> Sean Garth. I'm just trying to figure that out. I'm just trying to figure that out. But it's like, but that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like every time we got something good, every time we're we're doing something of excellence to make people happy, to show the city some love or whatever, we got these hotel people. And I, I shout out to my hotel. I I know plenty of hotel people. Well, we got some hotel people that just find one thing to criticize and say, oh, they shouldn't be performing because of Colin Kaepernick and because they, they trying to get us back on the plantation and all this. Come on. Back on the plantation. <laughs> They're trying to bring us back on the They still got those football players on the plantation. Now, if you recall, Star, we did go to an event. We did. We went mm-hmm. to a sporting event. I think it was last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. What was it? A basketball game or the football? It, it was a basketball game. Do you recall what that person said when we went to the basketball game? It had something to do with white supremacy or whatever. Was that the basketball game? The last one we went to was uh, football. Was it football? Because I was just trying to remember mm-hmm. whether it was a basketball game or a football game. <laughs> I think it was a football, was football. game. Now, it was football. Do you remember what that person yeah. said? Do you remember what that uh, that attendee said? I don't. You don't. <laughs> the but guy was, that was going in. Yeah, that, that was going in across a uh, few seats across from us. I he said a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. But it has something to do with social injustice and what have you. But he still attended the game. He still attended the game. At a football game. He still attended the game, though. Yeah, he did. Football game. But then, well, he did. He did. He talked a lot about social injustice. He uh, He talked a lot about you know, them building that stadium in the community and they curse That's forever. what it was. That's what it was. Thank you for reminding mm-hmm. me. So, yeah, of course, what, she, what Star is talking about is the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which I've been a couple of times. Um, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and the controversy that the city officials in Atlanta uh, force, <laughs> quote-unquote force, people of that community to move out to build the Mercedes-Benz Stadium which the football games used to be at the Georgia Dome Stadium. you criticizing it, but you still showed up to the party, though. <laughs> Don't we all? So those same people that criticized the Super Bowl halftime, y'all still showed up to the party. Mm-hmm. You still watched it on TV. So therefore, you contributed to... The ratings you contributed to the money being made off of that Super Bowl halftime and the entire game. Facts. So what is the problem? I just, I just love it. I, I just love when they keep giving me something to talk about in my mic drop rant. So I, I don't understand. I don't understand the people like quit criticizing every single thing. That people of influence is doing, that is that could be for the greater good. I mean, this is the first time we've seen something in the hip hop arena do something at the Super Bowl, and I'm not even a sports watcher like myself. 
Was, well, we was, we was listening you. to you. We was waiting. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Mic uh, drop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Because I don't hear no about no more protests. Like, don't watch the NFL because we need more black coaches. Just like the uh, the former uh, Dolphins coach got fired and he's suing uh, the NFL. So... I, I I'm in some agreeance with him um, about that. The need more black coaches, and <laughs> and I mean I, I'm in the football. I'm in the professional football, and they just hired another black coach for the Houston Texans, and is Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith used to be the uh, the coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and for the Chicago Bears. So I know it's a little history and whatnot. And he was in the Super Bowl when there was two black coaches in there. So that was like, to me, a token that he's in there. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's so much, it's so much criticism going on in, in the NFL. But guess what? What are you doing on doing the NFL season with this criticism going on? You are watching the game because you want to follow your favorite team or just me. I like looking at football. I just love it. I love the competition and all that stuff, blah, blah. And the teams that I don't care for, I don't really watch those games. But I like the game itself. So people criticizing about the halftime show, actually, in my opinion, and some folks may agree, may not, Prince was the best halftime show ever back in, I believe it was 09, 08, or something like that. That was the best. And what happened at this past... uh, Halftime show is the second best. And then my third best is always going to be this, Jan Jackson and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes. I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, is that the best because of the actual performance or is it because a nipple came out? The actual, <laughs> actual dress. <laughs> <laughs> there was a good performance, you know. So Janet is not a great singer; she's a great entertainer. Justin Timberlake can sing, so there's a difference. It was just entertainment, and that's what people need to understand: that um, people need to look at certain things as entertainment and not looking at how the voice sounds and whatnot. So. I, I hear what you're saying, and, and y'all need to shut the hell up. So that's it. <laughs> that's my mic drop rant. Mic drop rant. That's my thing. That, that's so. that's his own version of mic drop rant. But what we really need to criticize. Let's move forward because Ray want to get into this convo real quick. What we do need to criticize though is this this dating situation post Valentine. <laughs> let's, get, let's get into it real quick. Okay. <laughs> I, a few days ago, actually days before Valentine's Day, I put up a challenge. And I got a few comments in the caption when I did the video. Now, let me tell you where this challenge comes from before I actually say what the challenge is. I was recently out with a woman. 
I picked the spot. Right? I picked the spot. I won't say the name of the establishment, but it was my first time going to the establishment. And uh, I met this young lady at the spot for the first time days after we were in communication. So the vibe at first was steady. It was mellow, cool, calm, collective. We ordered our foods. We ate. We converse, right? Now, from my vantage point, she wasn't really all that engaging. I felt like I was the one asking all the questions. Now, she did ask me some questions. We were pretty much in the getting to know each other stage. And um, we were there for maybe like two, three hours. Right? Oh, wow. About two, three hours. Yeah, about two or three hours. Talking. And you did most of the talking. <laughs> it seemed like it seemed to me I was doing most of the talking and what have you. But you know, it is what it is. So, anywho, towards the end of the night, the bill comes. DJ Roland knows the story. That's why he's smiling because I told him about it offline. The bill comes. That's the that's the one thing that sticks out the most in any first date. The bill. I look at the bill and it was the same amount that I pay my car note each month. Or almost close or almost close to it. You wanna guess how much I paid for the date? A hundred dollars. More than that. See? Now, see, dudes will come. Now, dudes will say, if you ask that question to a dude, he'll say under 100 He will give you an amount that's lower than $100. But Star <laughs> said $100. Okay. It's, it's actually a few more dollars than that. 110 More than that. Hundred and thirty. You're getting close. Warmer. One fifty. One hundred forty-seven dollars and fourteen cents. With oh y'all was eating good. Y'all was drinking too. With maturity on it or not? (laughs) (laughs) Was they drink? Was y'all eating and drinking? Or this was just eating? Of course. Of course, I I am a social drinker. I don't drink a lot, but I am a social drinker. So if I'm going out on the first time, if I'm going out with somebody, you know, every once in a while I get a drink. Okay. So somebody said, somebody in the comment section, Kiana, uh, she says, I wish that was my car note. (laughs) $147. (laughs) Oh my gosh. For real. Inflation is real, ladies and gentlemen. $147 is a lot of money in today's inflation era. Yes. Okay. So, with that said, uh, I end up picking up the bill. The whole bill. bill. Why you say I ended up? Okay, just keep going. No, 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 no. I ended up paying the bill. Including the gratuity. Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. So the end of the night, we leave out of the establishment. 
She gives me a light hug. Wasn't a teddy bear hug. It was a light nope. hug. Was it a church <laughs> hug? Yes, it was a church. It was a church hug. Yeah. It was Good a church hug. Good for them breasts. Nothing. <laughs> it was a Whatever. Let, let him finish because I yeah. want to hear this. It I, was a church You hug. know I'm going to have something to say, but I need to hear the whole story. Yeah, okay. It was a church hug. So we went our ways. She texted me letting me, show, letting me know she got home. I let her know that I got home okay as well. A couple of days go by. And so I just came out and asked her, you know, did I do anything wrong, you know, or anything of that sort. You know, inquiring minds want to know. She's like, no, you know, you didn't do anything wrong, what have you. You know, I just thought that we were going our own journeys or whatever. It's like, okay, so are you interested or are you interested in getting to know me more, whatever? You know, I just asked that one simple question. I'm a very direct person. And she says to me that, no, I do not see no type of romantic connection. Mm. Yep. But she kept eating. She kept eating. Oh, she she got she ate, she ate good that night. Absolutely. She ate good. She had, ate good. Right? Mm -hmm. so, so I know some of you all who haven't put in the comment section yet, some of you all that's listening are thinking to yourselves, was this a free meal situation? Maybe it was. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you, it was. You and DJ Roland, y'all need to calm down. But oh. here, here's the thing. So after doing some reevaluation and some soul searching and some soul thinking and going by my reality and other guys' realities, now we're talking, okay, this is post-Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Post-Valentine's Day, you all done spend a lot of money on your women. Not oh. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm talking I'm talking to the fellas. Listen, I'm talking to a certain group of fellas that are that have already splurged and spent a lot of money. I'm talking to I'm talking to this group. Listen. Listen, Future came out with a video. We're going to get into that in just a few. Uh-oh. But you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I don't so, know where you're going. I'm trying to see where you're going. I'm going, I'm, about, I'm going right now. I'm going in. I'm going in. So here's the challenge, ladies. Throughout the month of February, what is it? It's uh, the middle of February. So throughout the remainder of February, and this can be an ongoing thing. Ladies. If you are out here dating, if you're single and you out here dating with no intentions to be in a serious relationship, with no intentions of getting married, if you're just dating just to get out of the house or to get a free meal, then two things. You either need to pay for your half or offer to pay for the entire date. Sean Garvey is the MC. So respect the architect as I begin to build. DJ Rollum is the DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, 
That's my DJ. And Star Kells fills you in on what's trending. Can't do anything for clout. Do anything for clout. The Beat Break Morning Show. Tune in and tap in. In sports, the Atlanta Falcons surprised Children's Healthcare of Atlanta teacher with all-expenses-paid Super Bowl trip. Children's Healthcare of Atlanta thanked one of its hardest-working employees with an all-expenses-paid trip to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Carolyn Ray, hospital teacher and educational advocate, received the ultimate surprise in the middle of a meeting back in January. Surging Cavaliers take aim at shaky Atlanta Hawks. The Cleveland Cavaliers will try to regain their momentum this week when they visit the staggering Atlanta Hawks. The Cavaliers had their four-game winning streak broken on Saturday with a 103-93 loss in Philadelphia, their second stop on a four-game trip. Cleveland is 13-4 in its last 17 games. Atlanta record is 26-30. This has been your sports update, and I am Michelle Dawes-Burke. Now back to the Beat Break Morning Show on 101 The Vibe FM, Beat Break 87 FM, and Reach One Network.